Pick a Wrong podcast is simply, simply lovely. Be seeing you. Oh yeah, my favorite podcast is the Sick and Wrong podcast. Cause it's a very good podcast. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a funny, 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 funny show. Sick and Wrong podcast is a wonderful Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, T. Simon. And I'm Harrison. Harrison, you're back. I am back. How was, uh, how was the, uh, the, the tour of Europe? It wasn't a tour. I oh, it wasn't? Two, no, oh, okay. I went to two places. Oh, so two countries. Tour. That's it. <laughs> I briefly stopped in Spain, I gotta say. Um, and my brief time in the Barcelona airport was like, Maybe there's something to this Brexit thing, you know, (laughs) like it's probably ultimately a bad idea, but I see the appeal, you know, but was the Barcelona airport like third world? No, just like, you know, the people in Spain are like, kind of like, ugh, and then also the people from England going to Spain are like, ugh, and it's like, maybe, maybe you guys should be just like, like I saw this one girl that was like basically an albino. But she had like, and she was wearing like a fucking velour tracksuit with um exposed midriff, and she had like braids with like fucking hair extensions. Like she just came from Harlem and got them done. Yeah, but that's like most you know? English people, I guess so. But you know, so but, wait, are you saying it's Brexit's good for them because English people won't be traveling outside of England as much? Um, no, I don't know. It just seems like maybe these, you know. No, nah, if I was a separated. Spaniard, I would be like, yeah. sweet. Now I can yeah. go to a Ibiza in peace and not have to worry about a bunch of drunken Englishmen exactly. trying to beat me, well, beat me and go. puke on me. They could still go. You know? <laughs> they, they can, go. but don't they have to get like a visa or a passport now and it's a pain in the ass? They got to get a passport, sure. Yeah. I so. think everybody has to have a passport, D, I'm pretty sure. But I thought they had to do something more than they had to before. I don't know. Mm. Something. Something. Although They uh, got a, a different line. Yeah, I heard that because uh, you went you went to the UK. I heard that like the pound is like a buck twelve now, mm. isn't it? I don't know. I, it was I wasn't like, paying attention. Well, I was just I was reading something about it. And they were like, oh, it's a great time to go to England because of yeah. Brexit and Boris Johnson. It's like the pound is like a dollar twelve, and I was like, mm. I don't think I've ever been there where the pound you know, was that close to the dollar. I tell you, I w- I won't go back to Malta in, in August. I won't make that mistake again. But I like Malta. You know, it's cool. like drinking on the beach and dead crusader nights. If you like both of those things, then you will like Malta a lot. How are the Maltese people? They're fine. Are they, is that you what know? they're called? The Maltese? Yeah. Yeah. They're called the Maltese. The Maltesers. The Maltesers. <laughs> yes. Um, and I'll tell you something. You ever read the Maltese Falcon? And. Maybe. I'm not sure. You ever see the movie? I've seen the movie. Yeah. Okay, all right. Bogart. So in the book, there's a, there's a story that Sam Spade tells uh, the, the hot chick at the end where he's like, one time I was on this case and I was trying to get this, you know, this guy named Flitcraft had a wife and kid, but he disappeared. 
So I tracked him down years later and found him in another city with a new wife and a new kid. So I tracked him down and I said, what, what happened? Why'd you leave your original wife and kid? And he tell, and Flitcraft tells him a story where he's like, one day I was walking to work and a beam fell from a construction site and like landed on the ground right in front of me and almost killed me. And hmm. I was like, I got to change my life. I got to get the fuck out of here and do something else. So he did. And that's what, and that's why he left. And then Sam Spade is like, well, why the, you just did the same thing in a different city. You had a wife and kid. And he's like, yeah, I got used to beams not falling. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know. That I makes feel, sense. Is that kind yeah, of, can you relate to that? I can relate to that in a lot of ways. Would you ever live in Malta? Yeah. Whenever I go anywhere, I'm always kind of like sussing it out as a possible, like, this is where I go to die, you know? Yeah, but what would you do there? Like, don't they speak a different language? No, they all, English is one of their official languages. Hmm. They all speak like, they speak English, they speak Italian, and they speak Maltese with just some unholy mixture of Italian and Arabic. So. Hmm. Yeah. That's weird. So are the people like really Mediterranean looking? Yes. Like beautiful and, yeah, that, that's the thing when you go to they're like Italy. They're either beautiful or they're like, you know, brown and like leather. Brown and like, yeah, <laughs> leather yeah. pygmies. Yeah. Yeah. They're I've not pygmies, that. but you know, they're, you know, they're leathery and they, you know, they like to drive around fast, you know, listening to dance music. Wearing like designer jeans. Right. Um, what's, what's the deal with the knights? Why are there so many knights there? Like, did they just uh, move to Malta after the Crusades and just, like, yeah, live on the beach? Yeah, it was a nice port. It's like, oh, here's an island. They built a walled city called Valletta, which is an old-ass, cool-ass city. And, uh, you know, the Knights Hospitaller built the hospital there because that was a novel idea. Hmm. There's a special plant that only grows there that has medicinal uses. There's a lot of reasons. Can you smoke it? I don't know. Huh. It's very protected, even to this day. It only grows on like one sub island off the island, and that's it. So it's weird. Do they sunbathe topless there? Yes. Wow. God, yeah. gotta admire that about Europe. <sighs> I mean, sure. Yeah. You know? Anyway, <laughs> so Malta, and then you went to the UK, visit with family. Yeah, it was my um, younger sister's thirtieth birthday party. Oh, know? nice! The big three O. Yeah. You yeah. well, you had a birthday there too. Happy birthday! Don't talk about my birthday. All right, no, I know, yeah. but still wanted to extend you uh, some uh -huh. some congrats for yeah. making it as old as you are. I'm not going to say your age. Yeah, kind of like uh, like one of uh, the golden girls. You don't want to talk about it. Don't you fucking do it! Don't you fucking do it! Anyway, don't you fucking do it! Who was the old golden girl? Is that Estelle? That was Estelle, and she, ironically, the actress was the youngest. Yeah, she was. She was yeah, the youngest out of all them. Are they all? No, wait. Uh, Betty. I White's was recently on the Disney lot, and they had at, like the proper, you know, uh, film and animation lot, and they had the Golden Girls have fucking like handprints and shit. All of them hmm. there. They have plaques dedicated to them. Well, Betty White's the only one still living, right? Yeah, she's the only one still alive. Would you take a hand job from Betty White? Oh, if yeah, the absolutely. opportunity arose, I'd love to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bucket list item. Uh -huh. move quick I have, on a, that I have one. a remarkable imagination, D. <laughs> I, I'm like I'm like reverse face app, but you know, in my mind, 
Wow, right? that's a good skill to have, according yeah, oh, to the porn is. star interviewed last week. I've never been able. You know to do what? That. I did listen to that, and I will say that I did learn that men can do kegels. I didn't know that, so I didn't know that. That's like that a, might be like the only thing I've learned from listening to this show, <laughs> other than like a bunch of shit about Doctor Disrespect. Yeah, I think I just learned to like information venture into public as seldom as possible. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I've learned from the show. But yeah, I didn't know that. That's where porn stars get their power. Like from their yeah. magnificent Kegel control, like you can like right. have a, a harder erection, you can shoot cum further. It's like it's all about the Kegels. I thought it was just like, oh, I happen to have priapism. You know, I might as well take advantage of this, like I'm, you know, Joseph Merrick. You know, uh, yeah, I just didn't so. know they work on that. Like he was saying that he does it every day. He does his kegels every day. I just, I didn't even, I thought kegels I don't think was Charles a female Manson thing. did his kegels every day, and he was just hard all the time. Well, I thought that's know? what women did. I didn't know men have kegels until he I didn't told either, me that. But hey, here you go. Hey, you learn something every day. That's right. Well, I'm going to be practicing my kegels this uh, weekend in, uh, in Denver. I'm practicing it right now. <laughs> I, did, I did actually get into that. I did want to yeah. know, like, how do you work out your kegels? But yeah. I thought that was a little too personal. Um, but anyway, yeah, I'm going to a bachelor party in uh, Denver, yeah, which is odd because it's like at this point, most of my friends have been married or they're divorced and they're not quite yeah. on the second marriage yet, but soon, right. but it's like when you have a second marriage, you usually don't have a bachelor party. No, you don't. You shouldn't. So this is a friend of yeah. mine who's never been on the show, but he's a good friend of uh, P-Town, me and Wackerly's actually going to be there. But this guy uh, is finally getting married. And he's like, you know, like my age. Um, Things to do in Denver when you're dead. Well, it's just like a bachelor party. So I was like, okay, well, I guess Denver's kind of a cool city. I've never been there. But it turns out the bachelor party is not actually in Denver. Like Wackerly and, uh, and, and all those guys are coming up on Friday. And then we're going to this like remote cabin in the wilderness. Hmm. Like there's like 10 dudes in this cabin. And I was like, what are we going to do? do like this is bizarre yeah what are you going to do i have no idea it's like in the, i don't know if maybe again I, I again i recommend you watch i melt with you i'm going to tell you this one more time is that a rom-com me no you fuck <laughs> you don't remember anything you're like a you're like my cat no you know? i know the one you're talking about okay, all right right yeah, yeah i remember that movie I'm telling you, you got know? a horrible rating on rotten by the way well i liked it a lot all right <laughs> I was very, very relevant to my interests and assumptions and ideas. I think that I think this is like a, the, it has the classic setup of a horror movie. And if you think about it, I probably would be killed first. Yeah, you know, because I'm kind of like comic relief. I'm like, uh, you know, maybe if there's a black guy, I might be all no, right. No, I think I, I think you're a final girl. That's what you I think. think. I'm a, no way. I, I don't do. think I'm a final. I think I think, I think a final the world girl. wants you to suffer, and if you're dead, you can't suffer anymore. Yeah, actually, that's true. Yeah. It's a good know, point. You're like, you're like the wandering Jew, you yeah. know? You got to yeah. just keep wandering. You yeah. know how he got to be the wandering Jew, D? No, what happened? Uh, he had a shoe store. Well, not a shoe store. It was ancient He's Jerusalem. a cobbler. He had a cobbler stand or whatever the fuck. And, you know, Christ was walking down the street carrying the cross to his death. And he stopped to lean for a second on the cobbler stand. And uh, I forget his name. Fucking Asmodeus or whatever the fuck his name was. It's not Asmodeus. It's something. Ezekiel. Uh, he, you know, he's like, hey, you, keep on going. Don't 
fucking linger on my cobbler stand. Get blood all over Jesus the turns stand. around and he goes, oh, I'll keep on going. But so will you. Forever, ever, ever. And then, wait, that's how he became cursed? He was cursed by Jesus. Yeah, that's right. And so then he just has to wander. Yeah. God, I wonder if something similar happened to me. He's still around. Just wandering. He's Ariel Pink now. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of people didn't know that. that. He's had a lot of identities, yeah. Have you ever been to Denver? Uh, Once, when I was, uh, my plane got grounded on my way to my Bubby's funeral. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I had to stay there for like 12 hours or something. You know? oh, so you've never actually hung out in the city. No. And when I got there, I was like in such a state that I didn't have time to like see all the fucking, you know, the demonic horse and like the fucking whatever. Oh, all the so, weird shit in the Denver yeah. airport. Yeah. I've actually never been to Colorado. It's my first time. So it's like I've never been to Denver. But I was reading about this. Fucking Denver airport or the Denver airport. The DIA is a hotbed of conspiracy theories. Oh. Like, what, what the, what's an airport? Yeah. Like, you know, so I started looking into it and it's kind of weird that, uh, you know, all the conspiracy theorists have just kind of jumped on the DIA as they call it, the Denver International Airport Mm. as like this weird secret headquarters used by the Illuminati, the neo-Nazis and the reptoids. Oh my. And there's some like bizarre claims about this place, like that the runway is uh, is in the shape of a swastika, which is yep. like a sign to the neo-Nazis. Yep. Um, and that there's like these weird murals and sculptures that were like in a secret alien language. Mm. So did you, you didn't see any of that? No, it was nighttime, first of all, when I was there. Well, the horse And I had to just, like, I was like insane and I almost didn't go to my Bubby's funeral because I was like, this is crazy. Was it like snowing or something? Is that why you're? Yeah, it was snowing, and the plane had to land. I was trying to fly from LA to fucking you know Boston, and it fucking had to land, and I had to stay in this like shithole motel in the in the airport grounds. You know, uh, that's uh, it sucks that, this, that they had they had they had a continental breakfast, and it was like three bagels covered in flies. Right, <laughs> it's not good. It's a homeless it's breakfast. But yeah. I mean, they didn't even did they put you up at least in the shitty hotel? Did they put no, no, they didn't. That's like, bullshit. Fucking I don't know airlines. if you've flown recently, but they don't do anything for you. If you want to, if you want headphones, you got to buy them. You want fucking, you know, a pillow, you got to buy it. Pretzels? You want fucking peanuts, you got to buy it. Well, I think it depends so. on the airline. I think Delta still hooks you up though, right? No, no, everywhere you got to buy it. But like, if you take like you know Ryanair or Spirit Air, if you like, you know, check in less than fucking 24 hours early you gotta pay like 75 dollars <laughs> right, so that's wait, what i have to do with ryan the they're just they're just like you know fucking blatant irish thieves you jesus know? christ fucking the pikey yeah. airline yeah god damn my god well i'm interested to see the denver airport um i've been reading a lot about it and it does seem like a pretty bizarre place so the the dia opened on february 28th 1995 it replaced uh, their old stapleton international airport which i guess was plagued with problems like there are so many issues there the runways are too close together just lack of space it wasn't able it wasn't equipped for the weather yeah um but but so they built the denver airport in uh, on february 28th 1995 but apparently Construction had fallen 16 months behind schedule and $2 billion over budget. 
So the final cost of the airport is $4.8 billion. It's a lot of money for an airport. And so people, I think that is kind of what led to speculation. Like, what do they spend the money on? Second, yeah. it's like 35,000 acres, which is almost twice as large as the next biggest U.S. airport. It's still the largest airport in the United States, 53 square miles. And so people wonder, like, that's just kind of weird that there's this huge airport that's in, uh, that, you know, that's in fucking Denver. But then beyond that, there's all sorts of other weird stuff around it. So apparently the airport's dedication stone is this, uh, displays a Masonic symbol of a compass with a capital G inside. And underneath the symbol says the New World Airport Commission built the airport. What is that? Mm. The New World Airport Commission. I, my guess is that it's not a real thing. I don't, I don't know. I mean, airport yeah. officials say it's a commission for the New World Airport. Okay. But people are like, people but you know, are obviously are like, well, this is weird. It's a New World Order conspiracy that's going on here. Right. I'm surprised they just didn't point the fingers at the Jews here. But, but that's they, that's literally what they say, like when everything. Miley Cyrus announces her divorce, or like when the Bachelorette comes back on the air. <laughs> that's literally what everyone in America says always now. So, but I think it's the Masonic Welcome. symbols don't yeah. you know don't help either. Uh-huh. So they think there's like you know they're obviously a small group of powerful people working in a secret society, and then you got these like Masonic symbols. And, you know, you know, the Freemasons are a real secret fraternal society that's, you know, they've been around since the Middle Ages. They have. And not only that, but Elizabeth Warren uh, murders children so she can remove their pineal glands and then feast on the adrenochrome within and stay younger. She's in the Illuminati. That's right. Yeah. That's a fact. And that's a fact. So, yeah, I'm surprised she doesn't debate in her robes. Her druid robe, her cloak. Yeah. <laughs> or her, but, like, fuzzy, you know, bathrobe. Conspiracy theorists have pointed out mm. pointed out that if you add the numbers in the airport's dedication date, you get 33, which is the highest level of Freemasonry. Yeah. And there when you, you say that, you sound like that crazy stalker woman in Arizona that, <laughs> that, that consists of our most popular YouTube video. <laughs> So, you know, there you it's go. It's 33. Now, you, now, I, now you're that woman. I had to keep texting him. Yeah. And Walt, and Walt, Walt Disney opened a club. It was called 33. And Jesus Christ died. He was age 33. You know? <laughs> and they also say the global elites have marked the entire airport with these weird, like, strange alien markings. So mm-hmm. I guess, I don't know. I don't know if you noticed this when you were walking around the airport, but it's probably late at night probably didn't pay attention, but apparently there's like strange markings throughout the airport on the floor, on the walls. And people think it's like some kind of secret reptilian language. Well, I mean, whenever aliens come to the earth, they are always interested um, in you taking them to your dealer. Right. (laughs) According to posters, at least. And I get all of my information from uh, posters. Well, that's exactly how it is. Well, that's what I've heard. I've actually read that the, uh, their new marketing campaign at the DIA is to embrace all these conspiracy theories and kind of poke fun at them. Yeah. So they're kind of like, oh, yeah, sure, the Illuminati built this airport. Um, these runways are sponsored by the Freemasons. But so uh, the Freemasons are legit. I mean, that's a legitimate organization. But they are, there's no evidence that they had any hand in the planning or decision-making of this airport. 
I think the only place where the Freemasons really still have any meaningful sway is Scotland. No, they, they, they are they yes. actually like you know administrators and you know in, yeah. in government, I mean, civil you, government. I mean, you, didn't you see? I mean, some of this information is coming from a movie I saw once, but um, train spotting. No filth. Actually. Oh, oh yeah, filth. Yeah, yeah. Also, but I mean, it's right? it started there, you know, Scottish Freemasonry. And supposedly it started there because when the uh, Knights Templar were being fucking exterminated by the Catholic Church, they fled, much like the Jews have done, and landed in Scotland, much like Jews have also done. Yeah, yeah. And in Scotland, my people were just like, don't fuck with us and you're fine. You'll be all right. You know, like they don't. They don't, they don't, they don't care. They like yeah. they don't give a shit enough to murder you. They might fucking stab you or they might, you know, headbutt you or whatever, but they're not going to kill you. Yeah. My father's side of the family, uh, his yeah. parents, uh, left Poland and moved to Scotland. Right. So there was a, there was like a, there still is a Jewish community, a pretty, you know, sizable Jewish community there. Mm. But I didn't know that they're too I, drunk to have a pogrom. To have yeah. a proper pogrom, like, and it's just hard not to have, do it. Yeah, it's yeah. hard to have a pogrom when you're like wearing a kilt. Right, it's embarrassing. You know, yeah. people can see your testicles. Right. Uh, the New World Airport Commission was named by this guy named Charles Ansbacher, who was an arts advocate who died in 2010. And the name is actually a reference to uh, the classical composer Dvorak's New World Symphony. So there's nothing to Nerd. do with like a New World Order. Yeah, nerd. <laughs> yeah. And the strange markings throughout the airport are actually Navajo language characters and reference other airport artists. So they're not strange markings, they're like Native American Indian markings. So not that okay. weird. The right. second thing that people people find weird, which I actually I've been looking at pictures, I'm gonna post these to the website, is this like massive mural. It's like a 40-piece public art collection. And there's these 28-foot-wide murals by an artist named Leo Tanguma, mm. which uh, I guess these things, uh, you know, people are all freaked out about. But it tells a story of an apocalyptic, well, this is what the conspiracy theorists think, an apocalyptic biowarfare destroying the world as we know it with the New World Order taking over in its place. Mm. So if you look at the two main murals, there's one called Children of the World Dream of Peace, and another one's called In Peace and Harmony with Nature. But the actual content's kind of terrifying. It's like yeah. death mass soldiers stalking children with guns, a bunch of dead animals under glass. The entire world is just burning. But I could probably like afford a house though, right? Oh, in Denver? Anywhere. Like in LA maybe. Oh, you know? Yeah. Maybe if if ever if if soldiers There's an are stalking children for no reason. <laughs> well, I you just know? love how it's that like, seems like a waste of soldier resources, but sure, why not? <laughs> well, I just you know? think it's funny that the guy has like these yeah. you know, horrific images, but then he's like, yeah. I'm going to call this in peace and harmony with nature. There's this weird fear with like, we, like really paranoid conservative people in America that like there'll be a one world government and they're like, Oh my God, the United, the like, they don't Order. like the United Nations. You know, like Dave Mustaine was like that. You know, that's why he had an album cover that was the United Nations being bombed. And the thing I don't understand about that is that like peace sells. Anytime I go to fucking Europe, it's like I'm healthier. And I'll tell you why. Like I went just in fucking having a holdover in Barcelona I bought like cheese crack, you know, a little fucking shitty thing of like cheese crackers and salami or something to eat on the plane. And that, that was like better than most food I eat here. 
just because of regulations. Everybody always says Just that. because of federal regulations. It's true. It's fucking true. I don't know. They already have like tons of fast food places all over fucking Europe these days. We're, we're contaminating them I, too. I, I shit swamp garbage, okay? <laughs> and when I'm there, I don't. All right? So it's like it, it, the food, it's just, oh, man. Come on, guys, you know? <laughs> Go to Northern England. You'll see it. They even have Taco Bells in fucking No, man, if now. you go get meat, the meat is like a million times better, even at a shithole. It just is. Yeah, no, I've, I've heard that. I've heard, also heard like in Japan and like uh, oh, in other Japan, countries. You go and get rice in any fucking shithole in the wall joint, and it's like the best rice you've ever had in your goddamn life. Yeah, you that's know? the thing. I mean, so. we're trying to like add our you know, preservatives and things like that so we could just make it cheaper and mass produce right. it. Meanwhile, but giving you, everybody you run, cancer. Yeah, I mean, you, but you also run a significant risk of, like, becoming, you know, uh, possessed by an oni demon or something when you eat <laughs> when Japanese, you eat Japanese food. <laughs> I don't know if you know that, but that, that is true. It's so they fact. also have this massive 32-foot-tall, 30 anatomically correct, apparently, sculpture of a blue horse. In front of the airport. Its yeah. official name is Blue Mustang, but it has like these sinister glowing red eyes. Mm. They can be witnessed by people as they drive in and out of the airport. So locals call him Blucifer. Right. Yeah, Blucifer just standing there thirsting for blood. Um, but the weird thing about that guy is this Mustang, and this is kind of a, why, I guess why there's myths and it's, it supports a lot of these conspiracy theorists, is the Mustang actually killed its sculptor while he was working on it. That's he was, great. Yeah, his, the artist's name was uh, Luis uh, Jimenez, mm. and he was actually killed by the statue. In 2006, before the statue had been completed, a piece of the statue fell on him and severed an artery in his leg. And he died. That's like, that's like Curtis Mayfield. Oh, no, he just got paralyzed. Um and also the guy who made the fucking medieval giant clock in Prague. He made the clock. The clock killed and then, him? And then the emperor uh, had his eyes pulled out so he couldn't make it a, a oh, wait, that, clock in other cities. Was it that, well, That's that massive clock that's in like the yeah. town square? Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. So don't make a clock. Don't make a giant clock for anybody if you're a clockmaker, guys. Or you an know? evil blue horse. Well, the conspiracy yeah, theorists think that the horse represents the fourth horseman of the apocalypse. Why, the, why, not the, why not the second horseman of the apocalypse? Oh, the fourth horseman's death. They're, they're all horsemen, you know? Why can't yeah. it be fucking pestilence or whatever? Who cares? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think death would ride on a blue horse. I think he'd ride on a black horse. What is, how, how does that Aphrodite's Child song go? It's like, and oh. the lamb, what I saw. You know, it actually says it. It lays it all out for us. About, yeah, about the, the, it's called the four. Isn't it called the, the Horseman? The Four Horsemen? I think so. Or, you know. That's, yeah. a, that's a great song. The album's yeah. the album's 666. It's a great song. Mm. Great record. Um, it's Vangelis, right? It is Vangelis, yeah. yeah. So this, the red eyes and the mustache. None of them are blue. None of the four horsemen. The leading horse is white. Yeah. The second horse is red. The third horse is a black. The last one is a green. Yeah, none of them are blue. There you go. They're Greek, so they say a green and a black. A, the black. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's the thing yeah. with, uh, with Blucifer. I think it's because mm. it has these red eyes that are shining all the time. They think it's evil. But actually, the eyes are an homage to the artist's father who worked with neon. So they could have been any color. It sounds like they just gave, like, carte blanche to whatever artist they hired. You know? 
well, which you never a- want to do. Like, like you aren't going to do anything weird now, are you? It's like, of course not. I'm, I'm, I went to art school. Why would I do anything weird? You know. Well, that's the like, weird thing. Are you too, guys is, shitting me? The, Come on. The art was chosen yeah. through a project selection panel made up of community members and artists. I mean, I know they smoke a lot of weed out there, but don't you think at least one person would have been like, you know, the gas masks and the dead children right. kind of give the wrong idea for an airport. Like, you don't want to see death and destruction adorn the walls at a fucking airport. Well, it's weird because it's like, you know, Taos, New Mexico has a lot of artists. But if you got them all together and said, hey, make an airport, it would just be like some bullshit with you know, a bunch of yeah, buffalo that's painted turquoise and orange. art that you yeah, usually yeah. see. Yeah. So I, I don't know what happened there. <laughs> well, this guy. Uh, and that was before they legalized weed in Colorado. Yeah, it was 95. But I'm, I'm still, I imagine they probably smoked a lot back then. But this guy, Tanguma, was saying when he, they asked him about the art, he goes, I have children sleeping amid the debris of war. And this <laughs> warmonger is killing the dove of peace. But the kids are dreaming of a better future. So it's happy. It's like, uh, okay, as long as you say so. Now, here's the weird thing about the uh, Denver airport, and this is what I want to try to check out. It's probably going to be tough for me to do this, but I don't know, I'll have to be slick about it. Many of the, most of the conspiracies around the Denver, Denver airport revolve around what's underneath the airport. So a construction worker claimed that the reason why the airport was so far behind schedule and so over budget is because they built five multi-story buildings underneath the airport. Like hmm. a complete complex network of tunnels. So it's just kind of weird. Yeah. I and mean, so, it kind of makes sense when you think about it. Well, that's what the conspiracy theorists are saying is that the New World Order wanted this. So this is their post-apocalyptic fallout city. So the okay. global elite will be there once there's the apocalypse, which is being predicted by the artwork on the walls. Yeah, I got. I mean, I got news for these folks. The global elite ain't sitting foot in Denver. You know what I mean? <laughs> they're all going to the Denver airport. Yeah, yeah, that's billionaires where going. are going to run. Yeah, yeah, they're going to go to Denver. Then they're going to check out Baltimore, maybe. You know, <laughs> Houston. They love Houston and Dallas. You know, that's where the global elites like to go. Well, this whole theory about Denver concealing a shelter for the world's elite reached a mainstream audience because of Jesse Ventura. Remember Governor Jesse, Jesse Ventura from Minnesota? Yeah. I guess he had a show, which I'd never heard about, but it's, uh, it was in like 2010, Conspiracy Theory with Jesse. <laughs> you heard that? Right. Yeah. I think the original title was um, I've Been Hit in the Head with a Chair 300 Times. Yeah. And then they're like, you know what? Why don't we rename it to something a little more reasonable? Yeah. Let's just call it Conspiracy Theory with uh, Jesse Ventura. Right. You know, oh, I guess that's sense. all right. I mean, uh, I like the chair one, but oh, uh, that's fine. Well, I guess in this episode, in January 2010, he visits the DIA with a conspiracy theorist who claims that the space below the airport will be used as a shelter for the world's elite during the 2012 apocalypse predicted by the Mayans. Remember that one? Oh, yeah. They, yeah, they, I mean... Yeah, the Mayans said that the world was going to end, uh, when was it, like December... 21st 2012 I mean and they were and they were right I I say to myself as I drink my glass of adrenochrome you know <laughs> you know I remember actually I think I'd sick and wrong we called my brother up because that was my brother's birthday mm. his birthday's on the 21st of December so we we're saying like wow your birthday is gonna hark you know hearken the, the end of the world mm. and he was totally down with it 
was like, all right. I mean, I guess yeah. I would be into it, wouldn't you? Yeah, it's great. I mean, fuck it, dude. And I think that that's the thing. It's like my life sucks so bad that most people on your birthday want better. to celebrate something that you had no hand in whatsoever. Yeah, and not only something that you didn't accomplish at all, but you know something in which maybe you were you know discarded like a piece of garbage. You know, <laughs> but so, I, I'm just saying the apocalypse would yeah. make my boring existence, you know, interesting at least. It would make my brown eyes blue. I think it would. Yeah. The first horse is a black. Second is a green. That's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, the thing is, is it's, it, that's all a fallacy because the Mayans actually uh, th- claim that that date in mm-hmm. 2012 was not a date that signaled any sort of impending disaster or global annihilation. It's just a, it's just a regular day for Mayans. So I don't know why people seized upon that as like the end of the world, but whoever yeah. interpreted that was wrong. So that's not actually going to happen. However, people said that the, the, the reason why there's so many tunnels under the airport, I guess it was like this multi-million dollar automated baggage system that they built that failed miserably. Hmm. Like United, uh, United actually, United Airlines used it up until 2010 in some limited capacity, but they wanted these like 7,000 foot long tunnels that went around the airport to move luggage. It was like this automated thing, but it never actually ended up working out. So now they just have all these tunnels down there. Well, at least that's what they say. Right. You know, they say that, 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 you know, there's like all these, this network of tunnels that are just for baggage, but I mean, they're definitely bunker entrances. A thousand people work daily in the in these levels underneath the airport. Something's always, going on down there. Yeah, I mean, I only saw one woman go in, so who knows? I'm gonna try to get down there. Mm. I'm gonna see. I'll find the reptilians. I wonder if it's connected to like, uh, you know, Dulce Base and all the other places. It's gotta be. And you know, it's gotta be like all connected. Mm. I mean, that's what they say about the the whole point of the runway. So they think it's like this swastika runway. Like if you look at an aerial view, I'll post it to the, the, the page, um, to the website. But an aerial view of the runways at Denver Airport shows a shape that somewhat resembles a swastika. Which is, I mean, that's atypical for airports' runways. Um, however, an airport representative said that the runways are designed that way so they can be used simultaneously no matter what the weather condition is. Because none of the runways overlap. And I, I guess, and they think it looks like a pinwheel, but I don't know. I mean, if you look at it, but, but that's the thing. If you're a conspiracy theorist, don't you see like a sinister pattern in anything? You could be looking at your fucking latte and think you see fucking Nostradamus or something. But yeah, so anyway, if you look at this thing, the shape has an extra arm and it's not even like symmetrical. But yeah, if you look at it, I mean, go search for a picture of it. You'll see it doesn't look that much like a, like a swastika. But I know, but the, you know what's funny? It though? doesn't look that much like a swastika is not a ringing endorsement for anything. <laughs> I'm sorry. But I think if you look at yeah, it, you yeah. could, but you could almost see a swastika in anything Look, man, you days. should totally go buy a Three Musketeers bar. It doesn't look that much like a swastika, <laughs> you know? I think you can see a swastika in anything if you want to see a swastika. That's my point. I, I, maybe I do. But you know, the airport, even though they've embraced the conspiracy theories and kind of use it as a marketing thing, 
They've kind of shied away from this one. Oh, have they? Yeah, wow, it's like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to leave the Nazis alone, mm. you know? But yeah, it's a lumpy, misshapen, interpretive swastika at best. So I don't know. Let's right. check it out. I'm definitely going to try to find it. Mm. But anyway, I think that the thing is, and this is what I've read, most of the articles I've read about the DIA, if the airport... And it's Illuminati backers that spent decades and billions of dollars hiding secret global plots and infrastructure. Then why put all these obvious clues in plain sight? Right. And would that just draw in one of the tension? The audaciousness of evil, sir. Sir. That makes me wonder, is the Illuminati, they just hang out in the executive lounge? I think so. And then at night go down to the bunker. They just Mm -hmm. had their mansions. Yeah. Well, I'm going to find it. I will find it. See what happens. All right. That is if I'm not the uh, if I'm not murdered by some psycho in uh, the Denver wilderness. Right. We'll see. People, it's episode seven hundred one here. Stick around. We have news stories coming up next, and uh, phone calls after that. But first, here's a word about our Patreon page. Hi, this is Wilfred Brimley, and if you're anything like me. You can't get enough of Sick and Wrong. Sick and Wrong helps me with my diabetes. How's that? Because I subscribe to Sick and Wrong's Patreon. I get extra shows, extra phone calls, and it's just the right thing to do to support these two dirty fucking Jews. Again, I'm Wilford Brimley. Sign off for second wrong. Sign up for the Patreon. So, first story we have here uh, is a Florida man story. But this guy is like the quintessential Florida man. Mm. Like sometimes you see the Florida man trope, and you're like, ah, but you could say that about everybody in Florida. But this guy really defines the Florida man. He's, uh, his name's James Claremont, and he's accused of massacring ducklings with his truck. How evil does that sound? That's pretty bad. It's pretty bad, yeah. A man in Florida is accused of intentionally accelerating through a puddle full of ducklings, killing two of them. This guy's the personification of evil. Yeah. Um, James Claremont, 56 years old, was allegedly driving through a mobile home park which I think is most of Florida. Florida is basically just one huge mobile home park. That's right. When That's he sl- yeah, when he slowed down for a speed bump. Police say witnesses then saw Claremont lay on the gas as he approached a shallow puddle where several ducklings were splashing about in an idyllic scene. These ducks were just playing in the puddle in the, you know, in the twilight hours, to much to the delight of all the denizens of the mobile home park. And meanwhile, here comes this evil guy just driving right through him. That's right. Now, my favorite part about this story is the witnesses. Because, I mean, think about it. It's Floridians in a trailer park. That's yeah. a, these are the people who saw this happen. So this one person said, At the time, there were 11-foot-tall ducklings playing in a shallow puddle in the middle of the road with a mother duck. And when I first read that, I'm like, 11-foot-tall ducklings? What the fuck? That's huge. How could you have an 11 foot tall duck? And plus, wouldn't that destroy the guy's car? Pretty much, yeah. But no, I think 11 one foot tall ducklings. 
Mm-hmm. So the ducklings were only a foot, t- 12 inches tall, but there were 11 of them. Yeah. And they just happened to be playing in this puddle in the middle of the road when the defendant saw them. And, and they, that, just, that, they just happened to be sucking dick at the same time. They're you know? all sucking each other's What's duck he supposed dicks. supposed to do? You know, and they have these weird corkscrew like dicks. Have you seen duck dicks? I have. <laughs> when have you seen one? Like, have I you seen I one haven't. in real life? I guess I haven't. I feel like I have, but like, you know, you feel like when you've dealt with that shit, you feel like, oh, I've dealt with, you know, a can being opened and some blood, be- but you haven't actually like dealt with it. With a know? duck penis? No, not the duck pe. The oh. general, you know culture shock or whatever right well i saw two ducks fucking on a i think it was a national geographic channel and it was bizarre like it's like a cork thing so if all these ducks were having an orgy in the middle of this puddle maybe that's what the guy was doing he was just against that kind of you know public display of sexual behavior Mm. by animals right but he just uh slowed down for the speed bump and then he just like laid on the gas and just slammed into the ducks. And that's when authorities said observers tried to stop him from racing through the puddle of ducklings. But he ignored their shouts and pleas to slow down. You know, how are you going to stop a guy accelerating in his, I don't know, 1996 Honda Accord through yeah. a, a puddle full of ducks without jumping on the hood? Like if you're shouting at him, you know, he's just going to be like, fuck it. And just keep driving. But, I mean, you got to be like, I don't know, like Jason Statham or Dwayne The Rock Johnson in this kind of case. You got to be balding? No, but you got to be like, have you seen that movie there in Calvin and Hobbes? I have not seen that, but I have seen Death Race. <laughs> are, they, are they both in that? Yeah, him and Ed McShane are in it. Yeah. Well, that's a remake of an old movie, Whatever. Death Race. It's Quentin Tarantino, you know? Was Here that Tarantino that did that? Yes, it was. Yes, I didn't ever call that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, a similar thing, though. These, you, they're not just shouting like, don't run over the ducks, dude. They're, they would jump on the hood and probably smash through the windshield and then like slam the guy's face into like the fucking steering wheel. That would stop him. But these guys just screaming at him didn't stop him, drove right through the ducks, and please say that one of the witnesses was a small child. And if you ask me, that's how an incel is created. Mm. When you see ducks being ripped apart by a 1996 Honda Accord. Yeah. All rusted out. That's what got me started. That's how you become an incel. That's right. And eventually do a podcast. Lily Simmons said it was very upsetting, especially the children, because they totally freaked the fuck out. Mm. Which All makes right. sense. Yeah. I, do lo- I do love that because they actually asterisk in the article that I found, asterisk out when she swears because they're like interviewing someone in a trailer park in Florida and I don't even think they give a shit that they're talking to the news. They're like, no, no the children freak the fuck out probably because there's a bunch of dead ducks and there were three dead ducks. So Claremont ran over three ducks, two died on the scene and a third was transported to an animal hospital for broken bones. But I don't know if it eventually died. Maybe not. This uh, Sheree Young, she's a teenager. Also, she also swore in her quote. She says, I come out of the driveway when I see the ducks squirming in the road and blood everywhere. And I just started freaking fucking out. 
It's like, okay. This just reminds me, this whole scene reminds me of a scene from Gummo. Because I imagine this probably happens a lot. She says, the duckling's head was cracked wide open. I picked him up and I held his head together so it at least helped stop the bleeding. And then I looked at my dad and I said, I don't know what to do. What do I do with this? I don't know what to do. And I dropped everything and ran toward them. She's just like holding these ducks bleeding out, screaming like, how many more lives? You know, it's a touching moment. It's intense. But meanwhile, Claremont just flees the scene, goes back to his trailer. And uh, when police came, obviously there's a shitload of witnesses. When police came and they uh, fingered him, he denied seeing any ducklings in the puddle and was quite puzzled as to how blood and duck feathers were all over the wheels of his truck. So he wasn't driving a Honda Accord, he was driving a truck. I just like that that whole thing. I mean, to be honest, that's kind of what you need to do. If you're ever accused by police officers or any law enforcement official, just say you have no idea what happened. Just never say that you did it. And I think that's what he did. He's like, I have no idea where the blood and bits of duck skull originated on my vehicle, sir. And that's what happened. So authorities said that the 56-year-old was slurring his speech and appeared extremely intoxicated, and he had red, watery eyes and stunk of alcohol. I'm sure it was night train. But, um, but yeah, so anyway, are you sleeping again? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fucking impossible. Look, man, I'm, I'm fucking, je- it was an 11-hour flight back from fucking, you know? My God, right. man. <laughs> I'm going to get, like, a bell or something to, like, yeah, wake you, you gotta up. Yeah, you got to get a bell. Put, put a, like, a bell. No, if you put, like, a collar bell on me to, like, fucking give me an erection, probably. <laughs> so don't do that. What if I get, like, a siren that's just like, Argh. Yeah, do that. Or something or like a. I used to have something like that. I used to have a um, an alarm clock extension that would go under my pillow and shake my pillow like like an animal. Would like so even like a regular loud alarm clock didn't work for you. Yes, you actually had to have something that physically shook your head. I have sleep apnea, motherfucker. You know. Do you have one of those uh, Darth Vader devices? Uh, I do, but it doesn't do enough good to actually worth merit using. (laughs) <laughs> do you so, ever put it on during intercourse just to heighten the passion oh yeah yeah i do <laughs> <laughs> you look like one yeah. of those <laughs> the yeah. evil tie fighter guys yeah when i do when i when we do dark knight rising role play <laughs> like yeah. i gave gotham back to you the people you know like this is yeah, my they, sexy bane outfit yeah they love it anyway i'm almost done okay. um Doug Brightwell here, the director of uh, the Animal Services in Pinellas County, says we disapprove and are horrified by any intentional acts of neglect or cruelty. And I'm thankful for uh, intervening bystanders who reported Claremont to the police. You know what sucks? I totally missed the part where I was going to say, wait a minute, 11 foot tall ducklings. And then you're going to be like, no, 11 foot tall ducklings. You must I have slept that. through that because I I've totally been six about hours that. of sleep in the last like seventy-two <laughs> hours, dude. I have like re- jet lag where you can't sleep. Thing I have that, dude. You're like oh. my my fucking brother, just like nods off in the middle of a video game. It, it's like when I when I fly east, but he's to Europe, not I sleep for like two day, two or three days. But it's like when I fly west back to LA, I like can't sleep. It's crazy. When did you? When you got back on when? Sunday or Monday? I got back Monday night, 
and I it was like I slept for maybe like seven out of the eleven hour flight. And then that night I, I only slept for like, I don't know, two hours, and then last night I only slept for like three hours. Oh, wow. So I'm like cuckoo banana town. I'm still, You're kind of cuckoo know, bananas right now. I don't know now. what's going on. You know? <laughs> All right, we'll get through this. Although right. I'm going to make an air raid siren yeah, noise. Yeah, please do that. When I hear you like kind of nod off. At least or like, like a vulture, like a, ah, like a peacock. Gah! You know what? Uh, that's the one thing about my brother, because my brother yeah. will call me. Yeah. He'll be like, oh, hey, what's up, guy? Blah, 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 blah. And then I'll start telling about something at work or something, and then I'll just hear. <laughs> at least you're not snoring into My the mic. God. That's pretty bad. So yeah. that's good. That's good. Anyway, getting through this. Um, the uh, Doug Brightwell here said that he was thankful that there are intervening bystanders, even though I felt they could have done more. I think they could have done more. I think Jason Statham would have cracked a pool cue over these guys. You know, we all could have done more, you know, a lot of times. Yeah, but, you know, honestly, Mm. this should have been a Reginald Denny type of scenario. Mm. You know, they should have been pulling this guy out of his fucking truck and beating him to a bloody pulp. Mm. You know, I mean, he he fucking ran over a bunch of 11 foot tall ducklings. Right. How often do you see that? Uh, Claremont was booked shortly before midnight and has been released after posting his $5,000 bond, which I'm amazed he was able to do. That's the true miracle of the story. Where did this guy get five grand? Well, he doesn't need five grand. All he needs is $500. All right. I guess he probably has that somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So. Probably has that stashed in his trailer. That's right. Anyway, he's a monster and he deserves the electric chair. That's right. You don't kill ducks like that. You what do you have here no. for the second story? It's just sick. Couple allegedly faced birth. Death of baby in elaborate GoFundMe scam. This story is quite incredible that yeah. someone could go to this this lathe to try to dupe their friends and family. That's why, darling, it's incredible. Thank you. <laughs> so um, I don't know if they were doing it for the money said a family friend the couple allegedly asked to host a gender reveal party for the non-existent baby that's a sentence <laughs> that's a sentence somebody wrote somebody wrote that sentence party. as the first sentence of an article so think about that that should be the name of your first record yeah 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 <laughs> gender reveal party for the non-existent baby <laughs> i think that's a track on that comus record isn't it yeah <laughs> Yeah, the kids will love that reference. Yeah, yeah <laughs> everyone's going to get that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, good God, man. Um, so Pennsylvania couple Jeffrey and Casey Lang. And Casey, let me explain to you how Casey is spelled because it's important. It's, in spe- it's spelled K-A-Y-C-E-E. Isn't that okay? how Casey Kasem spelled his name? No, it isn't at all. <laughs> it's not at all how he spelled his name. It's how he should have spelled it. Yeah, this is like how, you know, really fucking trashy chicks born in like, I don't know, the early to mid 80s. This is how someone in that trailer park that was trying to stop those ducks from being run over spells her name. That's right. Yeah. Although, you know what? If I saw 11 foot tall ducks <laughs> and I was in a truck, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> I don't know if you'd make it through it. Yeah, I don't think I would. Brazilian beasts. Yeah, that's right. Um, Yeah, so uh, 
the case, uh, Jeffrey and Casey Lang allegedly faked the birth and the death of their newborn son in order to scam cash from unsuspecting friends, family, and strangers who believed they were helping the family out with medical and funeral bills. How did they uh, fool the obstetrician? <laughs> <laughs> they like shove up something in there and just kind of pull it out and be like, oh, here's the baby. All right, bye. Yeah, you just take a kitten <laughs> and you just jam it up a woman's vagina. You put a t-shirt you know? on it. Just yeah, yeah. Shove it up there. Congratulations. It's, yeah. um, I don't know. There's a race of cat people in Skyrim and I don't remember what they're called because I'm, I'm too jet lagged and sleep deprived. <laughs> I want to see if you make crazy. it through this story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I... <laughs> So, hey, guy, this couple faked their... (laughs) That's like my brother. And I'm like, hey, wake up. And then eventually I just hang up. Mm. Did you see a picture of this couple? You know, I didn't, but I'm going to pull it up right now while I'm talking to you. Well, I found a picture of the fake baby. Just keep talking to me so I don't fall asleep like I I I hit my head or something. Well, I found a picture of the fake baby and a picture of the couple. And the guy is wearing an affliction t-shirt. It's very prominent. That's a oh my god! Not he surprised. He looks like he looks like um, Jizzy Jake if Jizzy Jake had shaved off all his hair, <laughs> and she looks like I can't tell if I'm sexually attracted to her or not. Yeah, I was kind of into it actually. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of into it. Yeah, you know, she's kind of like she's like a um, uh, what do you Rubenesque Renaissance painting woman. Like she's like she stepped out of a Goya painting, and and into you know, the Tribune like hot topic or something. Or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. So, uh, police. Whenever I see these stories, I'm always surprised because I'm always like, wait, it's illegal to do that. <laughs> like I'm, I, I don't know. I feel like you could, you could make a GoFundMe and be like, "Yeah, my uncle died" or something. And it's like, why is that illegal? Don't we have freedom of speech? Can't we just say stuff? Well, I think you're bilking people out of their money. That's legal. Yeah, but it's it's legal, and yet it's legal for psychics and mediums to do that. You know? Well, come on, they're doing a know. service, yeah. sort of <laughs> offering a service. Yeah, police say the child never existed. Because apparently the police are um, academic ontologists now, <laughs> so they know yeah, they can ponder the existence. Yes, of yes, people. again. <laughs> yeah, they they didn't exist taken, in this they, dimension. They've taken the place of uh, Nietzsche and Jacques yeah. Derrida. <laughs> now we have that. This is what the police do, uh, and that the couple invented their pregnancy and even staged a photo of a child's doll which they uploaded to Facebook and GoFundMe to deceive strangers and acquaintances alike. That doll is unnerving. If you find a picture of that, it's one of those like lifelike dolls that they train like 16-year-old mothers on how to hold a baby. Oh, I'm looking at it. it. Yeah, or like how to like give CPR to a baby. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. creepy. It looks very lifelike, though. Yeah, I mean, if I saw a photo yeah. of it, I wouldn't, I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, I'm yeah, fucking, I've I never know? seen a baby that young. Right. Yeah, she looks like, yeah, she's kind of, but she's like, I don't know, there's something about her, you know? Well. Something in the way she moves. But yeah, no, it's a whole mess. It's a mess, guys. I think it's her lack of ethics that you find attractive. It must be. It must be something like that, you know? 
because that's like that's like the amoral, you know. It's like she's gonna found the new Hellfire Club <laughs> of just like dand, you know, amoral dandy fops who want to dan- dabble in the occult. Right? Well, it makes me wonder what she was planning on doing with the money, and was she never going to see her family again? Right. You know, I mean, she's she's basically deceiving all her loved ones and friends. You're thinking way too ahead, D. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just be in the now. Be present. All right. Be mindful, please. Our son Easton, and see that that makes it like even more like. Of course, these idiots would name their son Easton. Easton you or know? Aiden. They usually name him Aiden. Aiden no, that was no. They used to do that like 15 years ago. They don't do that anymore. Aiden. No, not 15 years ago. 10 years ago, they would name it Aiden. Now they name it Easton. Easton. Or Weston. <laughs> You know, something like that. Um, Southen. So our son Easton was born with fluid in his lungs. So I was, I was too. And passed away a few hours after he was born. And I did too. Uh, Jeffrey Lang, 27, wrote in a July 7th group post that purported to show a photo of the newborn. This is why I don't use Facebook anymore. <laughs> I, I know I still kind of do. But every time I use it, I'll go on it and it'll be like, the first thing I'll see is somebody I know is like, I have cancer. And I'm like, fuck. I no, die. I find it completely, yeah. completely depressing. Oh However, it's the only way to really yeah. effectively communicate with a yeah. sick and wrong audience. Yeah. But guys, Mad Carousel, all right, at Instagram. Come on, please. Anyway, um, so the, the post, which has since been deleted, was captured via a screenshot and shared by some users once the couple was charged. See, this wouldn't be a problem with Instagram stories, all right? I guess, there, but you could still Because there'd be like a it. dancing banana or something in it, you know, and be like, that would not be admissible in court. If you put a dancing banana over video evidence of you murdering a child, it's not admissible in court. So Yeah, you basically just kind yeah. of erased any validity, you know? That's correct. Uh, the family, who claimed their son had succumbed to respiratory failure, said they were reeling from medical and funeral <laughs> expenses related to infants' death and used the group post to ask for donations, according to police. What group is this? I'd like God, to know. They're so crafty. It's like... Well, what group, what Facebook group do you think this is, D? You know? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it must be like a family group. Yeah, like young like parents, or these aren't even young, wherever these people are, they're probably not even young. old parents. We're 27, yeah, like 27 and we're, we just I mean, had a baby. That's like, old. Yeah. But I wonder Ancient. if it's like one of their family members, they just make a group of family members, like, you know, that they're their kin. Mm. That's that's what makes it seem like, a, a, you know, especially deviant is that they're like, or devious, is that they're actually fucking over their own family. Mm. They just have yeah. no, just no morals. The post, which was also shared to crowdfunding site GoFundMe, helped raise $550 for the family. Oh, my God. It's not even that much money. You're going to get charged with felony fraud for $550? $550. Just fucking rob like a guy. Or, you know, like like (laughs) get a... Fucking rob a Wendy's. Yeah. It's like 550 bucks. It's nothing. Yeah, go turn a trick and rob the fucking John, dude. What are you doing? You <laughs> and the people? other thing, too, I love how they do this whole thing. It's like they're like reeling from medical and funeral expenses. So not only did they fuck their family over with a fake baby shower and a fake gender reveal party and a gift. It's like, oh, no, we're going to do the whole we're going to do the whole thing. Memorial and obituary. 
You know what's weird? Whenever I read gender reveal party, I always, like, my immediate assumption is like, guys, we have an announcement. Our two-year-old son, you know, Aston, is uh, actually a woman trapped in a man's body, and he's going to have the surgery. So let's have a party. Let's have a party about it. I honestly think that's what it is. Gender <laughs> reveal party. Yeah. It's like a two-year-old is now. But is yeah. it? Don't they do weird shit like with a balloon filled with like yeah. blue powder or something? The I mean, the weird thing is, it's like I don't even, like if I now were like I'm actually a woman trapped in a man's body. I don't think I should legally allowed be allowed to get surgery because I don't even trust myself enough to know things. You know, so I don't know why like a nine year old would know stuff. But have hey, you ever whatever. been invited to a gender reveal party? No, no, I'm neither have I. I wouldn't go. I've either, been invited yeah. to baby showers. And I'm like, why isn't why did it didn't this not used to this used to be a thing that you didn't have to do, you know, but I would be like, what do you really want yeah. your baby shower yeah. to be ruined? And then what I like, what I do usually is I'm like, well, I'm not going to go. I'll just send some money. And then I forget to send some money. <laughs> That's usually what I do. I just uh, don't. I just yeah. don't bother even. Gift registries and eventually memorials and obituaries. Yeah. He weighed seven pounds, two ounces, and was 17 inches long. Well, and the, see, like, I don't, they could be like, and he was 75 in, inches long. And I don't like, I'm sure. He was an 11 you know, foot tall duck. We had he no was an idea. 11 foot tall duckling from Scotland. <laughs> but, but the thing is, how yeah. do you do this con for the long haul? Like, she had baby con! showers, gender yeah. reveal parties. Did she wear a fat suit? Like, great... I mean, how did she pull this off? Yeah. Yeah, you get a, yeah, you could buy one on eBay pretty cheap. You can get a pregnant, pregnant thing, you know? I get, I mean, I wonder, so, like, I just wonder to what extent. She tried to play up this ruse. Like, did my she really... guess is very little effort went into this. <laughs> well, they only made five fifty, so it shouldn't have been, yeah. couldn't have been too convincing. Yeah. So Easton's parents were blessed with just a little over five hours before he went to his heavenly home at eight twenty a.m. That's what the obituary said. Yeah. Easton experienced holding hands and hugs and kisses with his mommy and daddy before being told uncountable number of I love you. <laughs> yeah. How Somehow I think if a baby lived for five hours, that probably wouldn't be what it walked away from in terms of experiences. It'd probably be like, my fucking lungs aren't, you know, are burning. Yeah, would it even it wouldn't live know five like, minutes like, oh, if it could breathe? You know, some fucking ape like retard is holding my fucking tiny hand you know it would be like oh my lungs are on fire and everything hurts you know and <laughs> i was highly... i was i was a fucking aquatic creature two hours ago and now now i'm in the air and i'm dying of an infection and you're all fucking guilty of killing me and i know? find this uncountable number of i love you's to be quite spurious no. i was a still I mean, it's only child. five hours I was revived. I had an enlarged liver and like fucking meningitis and like all this shit when I was born. Hmm. My twin sister was fine. She had like, like, you know, leached the nutrients out of my body or something. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. You were like fucking Belial from Basket I knew, Case. I knew what was going on. You know, I, didn't, I was like, fuck this. This is bullshit. 
I'm just going to fucking opt out of this nonsense, you know? <laughs> but it didn't work. It never works. Mm-mm. Anyway, what was I? I don't even know what I'm saying. Right. The elaborate hoax reportedly began with a baby shower at the family's home, blah, blah, blah. Um, the f- organizer was a f- family friend named Cynthia Delascio. Um, and apparently they approached her to host a gender reveal party and baby shower for them. Mm. That's right. Why would she do that? Well, she did go on to report the couple to the police and, because she spent close to $300 on food and gifts for the event. My God, what a sucker. Gee, I know. What a sucker. Yeah. God. Sucker the Langs, of the day. You know, a friend of ours is having a wedding soon. Yeah? Yeah. And it's quite an expensive one, let me tell you. I know. She was telling yeah. me about that. Yeah, yeah. At least it's not a gender yeah. reveal party. That's true. Yeah. The Langs also took hundreds of dollars in clothes, strollers, gift cards, and diapers from other victims and enrolled in a baby registry for Boskov's department store. You know, they would have gotten away for it yeah. with this if it had not been for this Angela Lansbury lookalike. That's right. You know? Yeah. That's so fucking snoopy. Jessica you know? Fletcher coming over yeah. here and like fucking blowing up the whole scam. They should have murdered her. That's they what they should have done. She, she's not, as far as like snoopy female detectives go, she's on the non-sexy side. And I, I just like to age up Nancy Drew a bit so that legally i can consider that hot somehow <laughs> yeah but isn't she like 14 these are just the things 16? i want well it's an adult version of her what did i just say i guess yeah i don't know come on spending disbelief it. here you Get know would you snitch on like a friend if you found found out like if your friend Jarrett was doing this with his girlfriend like this hoax to make a little extra money would you care absolutely not i wouldn't no. <laughs> i would probably give them ideas even if I spent $300 and I found out, I'd be like, oh, no, well, now you're going to cut me in. Now you're going to let yeah. old Harrison dip his beak in this. You know? <laughs> now I'm, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I want a part of this. Yeah. And we're going to take it and to And it's like, what are they going to do? Level? Charge me? I didn't post on Facebook, you know? <laughs> so fuck you. And we're going to go to other cities and have yeah. gender reveal parties. Put that big fat suit back on, all right? Yeah. I don't know if they were doing it for the money, she told a TV station. I don't know what their motive was to hurt your family and everybody. It's just sick. But she wrong. went she went above and beyond though. Like she was calling like funeral homes and shit, yeah. right? To find out if they really cremated the ba- I mean she was like murder she yeah. wrote. She was murder she wrote, yeah. Yeah. So amateur um, sleuth. The Langs were desperate to keep up the optics of their scam. So they held a memorial for Easton. Uh, but yeah, so she said, I knew this was fake. I couldn't go and sit and watch this go on and know the truth. See that she missed out on a golden opportunity. She should have gone there and exposed them in public. Right. Like just rip a coffin and be like, this baby is fake. (laughs) Just pick it up and start smacking on the side of the coffin. But but I got to tell you, you got to, before you do that, you got to be really sure because I've made that mistake before. You just took up the yeah, dead yeah. baby and knocked its yeah. head off. Oh, yeah. shit. This baby never... Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, fuck, I didn't think the head came off that easily. Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. it is real. I am so sorry, guys. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. so the, uh, the funeral home was like, no, we didn't cremate Easton Lang, you idiots. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because there was no Easton Lang. The, yeah, there was a piglet that was bought in a, in a, in a Mexican grocery store. You know? That's it. Uh, so Casey... Re- <laughs> That's what was cremated. Casey reported that the baby was born, blah, 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 to hospital. It's all lies, you know? Um, Wait, she just report this on Facebook and the whole group is like, oh, we believe syndrome, it. Discharged from the hospital. Just, you know, listing facts that are very verifiable by uh, authority figures. You know, uh-huh. not that difficult. she claimed there was no reason for her to be at the hospital since she did not have a baby anymore. So uh, Jeffrey, the father, told police he wasn't at the hospital for the birth or death of his son. Yeah, he was actually at Hooters. Yeah, he was at Dave and Buster's. <laughs> he was at Dave and Buster's. Yeah. <laughs> playing playing ski ball. Jo- playing joust, you know? <laughs> playing joust with an autistic 11-year-old. Um, yeah, so following the execution of a search warrant, police discovered the doll they suspect the couple photographed and uploaded to Facebook. You know, I was reading the recent is- issue of the Fortean Times, and there's a woman in my home state of Rhode Island who married um, a, a zombie child doll. A zombie it's like, doll? Yeah, it's a zombie doll of like a Japanese child. Like anatomic, from like a, from like like a Japanese correct. horror movie. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to know. I really don't want to know. Wait, how can no. you marry that? Like who married her? Well, there was also an article about a, a woman who married a fucking ghost of a pirate at one point. So, yeah, yeah. that happened. And okay. then they got divorced. And they got divorced. So and they got divorced. Like, <laughs> they did. Okay, first of all, like, who married her? But second, who did the divorce? This is what they were saying about gay marriage. They're like, hey, guys, yeah. people are going to be marrying Japanese zombie dolls. You know? Exactly. Ghosts. Children. Children dolls. Uh, so it's like the grudge. She married like the thing that the thing crawls the, on the yeah, ceiling the... in the grudge, basically. <laughs> Maybe we'll do that next week. So yeah, uh, police say the couple, uh, took a photo of the child's doll and uploaded it to Facebook and GoFundMe. Okay. Uh, pictures of the baby were uploaded, uh, posted on Casey and Jeffress Facebook pages. The, f- the baby matched the appearances of a newborn look-alike baby doll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, no court, is sched- no co- court date is scheduled right now. Representatives of GoFundMe, <laughs> uh, you know, were busy eating, like, fucking sushi for lunch because they get sushi every day for lunch free there at GoFundMe. I've heard that. Uh, yeah, so they, they weren't interested. In uh, like, on. like they care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just want um, their cut. But they did say this type of behavior is not tolerated on GoFundMe. We will fully cooperate with law enforcement officials during their investigation, and we will issue full refunds to all donors. We have a zero tolerance policy for any misuse on the platform, and we will never go hungry again. <laughs> So that's what they said. Apparently, the GoFundMe spokesman is uh, Mr. Hankey. Yep. From South Park. Mr. Mr. Hankey as Scarlett O'Hara. Thank you. I like how. And scene. I like how representatives GoFundMe say that a total of 15 people donated to the campaign. That's it. 15 people. 
they did. They went to all this extent of like, you know, fucking fake pregnancy, Mm -hmm. gender reveal party, death, obituary, and memorial for 15 people's donations. See, why why don't you think about that, you know, the next time you complain about that the Patreon Patreon goes down at the end of the month, (laughs) you know? I was about to say, people God don't, damn, because our people Patreon pledge money is more and, successful. Yeah, yeah. So. God damn. Yeah, that's sad. Man. <laughs> that, that's the saddest part of the story. And also fills me with pride for some reason. Yeah, so, I know. It's go. uplifting. All yeah. right. Yeah. Anyway, people send your stories. Stick around podcast, gmail.com. We have phone calls coming up next, 323-522-4032. But first, here's a pleasant jingle from adamandeat.com. Hey kids, do you like sex toys? Yeah! Then go to adamandeve.com and make a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. You'll get 50% off your first item, three free adult DVDs, free shipping, and a gift so sensual I can't even mention it on this podcast about murder and bukkake. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E, like your uncle used to do to you. So we got a few phone calls to get to. Sigrong uh, Hotline, 323-522-4032. You want to keep it under three minutes if you want us to play it here on the show. Uh, this first call is uh, from a, a woman. I don't know if she's a doctor, but she has a lot of experience with uh, cadavers. So when we did our whole cadaver episode, we were talking about the body parts and the body brokers. She uh, sent this lengthy email talking about her experience, and I was like, why don't you call it into the show so we can hear about it and I could share your story with a listening audience. Hello, Second Wrong family. My name is Jen, and I just wanted to give you guys my story on um, body donation, uh, kind of correlated with your body brokers episode, which was really great. I was in a graduate program where I had the opportunity to take a full anatomy course. Um, it was seven credit hours or $7,000. Um, where we had cadavers uh, at the time. There's anywhere. I wonder if anyone could take that course. Like if you just seven grand, be like, yeah, I want to go cut up some cadavers. <laughs> like, That's a it, good question. I mean, because like I didn't take any science classes. You know, I think I took one science class when I was at University of Michigan. But I just wonder if like if I wanted to, like, oh, sweet, a cadaver class, or if you have to be like pre med or something. I mean, Michael Jackson bought. The elephant man's bones, you know? Yeah, so, that's true. There are between 90 to 120 cadavers on the campus. They're used for all the programs at this university, doctors, people getting their master's in nursing, uh, PA students, podiatrists, that sort of thing. And so uh, I just want to tell you guys a little bit about body donation from what I understand. I'd like to so share when with you. The, die, you have a choice. Yeah. You- I just, I. I believe I know who this is, and this is this is a uh, who a very fine a very fine looking lady. This is a very nice uh, lady. This oh. woman. Oh, well, you know who this is. I do know who this is. Oh, okay. You mm-hmm. recognize the voice? I recognize the voice. All right. Mm-hmm. Fine looking lady. Well, that mm-hmm. definitely makes me want to pay more attention to the story. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm just trying to get the Patreon up, guys. All right? <laughs> Come on. You can uh, donate your organs, or you can uh, donate your body to science. So the bodies that we received were bodies that were donated to science. 
However, you cannot do both. You can't donate your organs and your body. Uh, typically, really? you know, actually what? all the time they want the full body for body donation. And from oh, there on, I guess that makes you don't sense. really... Yeah, because I guess if you don't yeah. have the organs in there, it's like, don't they want it for full bodies? They could just kind of do whatever they want to it. Right. They're like, all right, class, we're, today we're going to dissect a body. And, oh, professor, this body doesn't have any intestines. No, they ripped me off, those fuckers, you know? How many times do you think corpses get violated at these places? It's a university. At least, not, no more than, like, once an hour. You know, I mean, <laughs> that's even kind of high, but yeah, yeah. I was thinking at least maybe once a week, yeah. you know, someone just is like working late and it's like, ah, she's kind of attractive. I might as well try it. Yeah. There's got to be at least one person that's trying to like, you know, mute their murderous impulses by having sexual relations with a corpse. A Jeffrey Dahmer type. Yep. You know what's going to happen to your body? Um, in our case, of course, we've got the full body. We've got a age and a cause of death. So we, throughout our program, we'd go, we'd dissect the entire body, um, and throughout the dissection, we have continually have to spray the bodies with um, preservatives. They could, you know, Maybe they should make you figure out the cause of death. Jesus, you know? Yeah, isn't that the whole point the of being a doctor? What kind of schools are these? Yeah. yeah it's like Come they on. want to tell you. I think you should be like, oh, I can see. Yeah. You know? Fucking scooter accident. Clearly, this man died from a broken heart. Uh, so that's one option. Uh, the other thing that can happen is the body will get kind of divvied up or kind of like chopped up, similar to like what you do with a car in a chop shop. So, for instance, for uh, orthopedic spine surgeons or spine surgeons in general, they often have uh, torsos, ghouls, torsos. <laughs> Dibs on the torso. Torsos, torsos, torsos. Do you not have enough torsos? Come on down. The torsos are us. I'm Joe Torso. My grandfather founded this business in 1892. We and ever since torsos. then, we've been selling torsos at a reasonable price to you and your family. Come on down. We got balloons and kids for mom and dad. I just like how the creepy podiatrists are like, I'll take the feet. Oh, <sighs> yes. Don't cut off the toes. The tender, tender toes. God, fucking podiatry. Who would go into podiatry? Uh, I don't know, but I have a witch toe I need somebody to look at, so. Yeah, when I I made my oath to the Dark Lord, he turned one of my toes black and twisted. God, it's a thankless job. (laughs) That's right. Abs that are produced by the medical device company, and here the surgeons will get a portion of the spine, either the lumbar, or cervical spine, or whatever. It's just a chunk of the back, which I've seen. It's pretty fascinating. And there, um, the surgeons the practice chunk putting the in hardware and practice doing surgery on the spines uh, before actually you know, doing it on the patient, or provides a great opportunity for and of course the physician, uh, the... but for... The belly, belly button area is removed and sold to belly button fetishists. So that's good. <laughs> the navel. Yep. Yeah. I, I wonder yeah. what they do. Like, I mean, there must be portions of the body that no one wants, like the asshole. It's like, who wants the, I guess, well, the colon doctors, right? Right. Ugh. Like, you know, I don't know, a Puerto Rican deli, maybe. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's how they make pork rinds provides a great opportunity for not only the physician, but for the patient as well, because, of course, you want someone that's had a lot of practice. And- 
Wait, I think I fucked that up. Fascinating. And there, um, the surgeons practice putting in hardware and practice doing surgery. Hardware? On the spine, what is this? Like uh, Neuromancer? <laughs> yeah, I wonder yeah, if they're I making wanna, cyborgs. Yeah. Yeah, I want an eye implant and uh, I want a cyber deck uh, input in in my uh, left temple, so I can just like get right onto the fucking, you know. Dude, I actually I can't wait till we get to that point. Yeah. Where it's like, fuck, I can get my knee replaced with like a cybernetic knee. That's gonna yeah. replace like people do tattoos now, but eventually it's gonna be like, sweet, I got cyborg parts. Yeah. That's gonna be like the cool alt thing to do. Yeah, but by the time that happens, D, you won't be able to enjoy it. You'll be like, have you kids listened to the Van de Graaff Generator record? It's pretty good, you know? And you'll be like, hey, can I have a fucking, you know, uh, you know, reflex implant? And they'll be like, no. Yeah, but nah. I wonder if by that point, they could just drain the young Christian children's blood and put it in my blood. And like, I could just get my blood taken out. Don't they do that in Silicon Valley? Like Pete yeah, this, Thiel? Yeah, and then we, uh, like I'm saying, we need to find a teenager and then take um, his or her, um, uh, what do you call it? Not pituitary gland. The other the gland. The adrenal gland? No, not the adrenal gland. The pineal gland. Oh, the pineal gland. Yeah, yeah that's what keeps us young. We need to extract the sweet nectar within and inject it. That's exactly so, what's going to happen. Yeah. That's the only way we can keep this podcast going for another 30 years. Like in the 1942 film Leech Woman, okay? <laughs> really, you know, doing it on the patient or provides a great opportunity for not only the physician, but for the patient as well, because, of course, you want someone that's had a lot of practice. And what's better to practice on than a cadaver? Uh, other things that can happen, um, you know, a head could go, for instance, to the neurosurgeons or what have you. Hands can go to hand surgeons or all sorts of purposes. I'm sure you guys heard of the case where a body was donated and it went for military purposes. Um, but unfortunately, like I said, you can't really choose Then you get turned into a fucking cyber Frankenstein. <laughs> I thought they just blow you up like they throw <laughs> you on a landmine. Well, no, first they turn you into a cyber Frankenstein and then they throw you <laughs> And then they just toss you out of landmine. <laughs> I think they just do it for kicks. Yeah, they love it. Because they love blowing shit up and they it's just like, sweet, shit. we got all these corpses. Let's see what happens. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, she calls back with a part two here. Yeah. Like you get all, you get all like intellectual and like fucking you know, existentially distraught in writing, you know, reading Rimbaud as a, as a Frankenstein. And then all of a sudden they throw you on a landmine, you know? <laughs> yeah. You're it's like, like that sentient Frankenstein from, remember that really yep. emo Frankenstein from Penny Dreadful? Of course. Yeah. Why I mean, did he, you that make was, me? That, I, that was very close to the book Frankenstein, you know? Was he that emo in the book? He was such a puss. Yeah. He's just like, oh, I'm reading Paradise Lost, and it speaks to the very soul of my distraught, you know. Soul. See, I would have thrown him on a landmine. Yeah. Like a fucking join Morrissey, Frank and That's Morrissey. Right. <laughs> All right, here's that, part two. It's Jen again, your friendly cadaver, dosing graduate student. Anyways, as I was saying... Um, cadaver what grad student? <laughs> I don't know, like your friendly graduate patient grad student oh, okay. I, mean, I couldn't understand that i thought she said cadaver plaything oh cadaver plaything yeah 
kind of like that. It I don't know. What, yeah, me. I kind of like it too. I don't know what it means at all. But did you ever see that magazine, Girls and Corpses? Yes, I have. And like, I, that's what kind of reminds th- those me. Those motherfuckers of. are always at Comic Con. I hate those fucking. Uh, the, no, that guy is the worst. The scum. Of the earth. He is the he is scum. Yeah. That guy. Yeah, he seriously is. Mm-hmm. I used to know him through uh, through a girl I used to hang out with, and that guy really is scum. Yep. Really good care of the bodies. I would say almost everyone demonstrated like tremendous respect for the cadavers. Of course, you have a few assholes that would do silly things, but overall, it was extremely frowned upon. What? No one made it fart. Of course, you have a few assholes who do shitty things like steal the corpse's asshole. But <laughs> you know, hey. <laughs> but don't you think you'd make it fart? Like if you just like suck air into it, I'd be doing stuff like that all the time. I guess so. I would have been kicked out of class. Hmm. And you could even be failed out of the program if you were found doing something, you know, disrespectful to the body. And um, all the labs are very heavily monitored. Like you have to have a badge to sign, you know, get in the door, get out. There's crazy cameras monitoring you. Um, so how could you pull any college pranks if they're monitoring the corpses yeah, exactly. that heavily? And why are the cameras crazy? Yeah. Is, like, is, it like, is it like, you know, Pee Wee's Playhouse where it's like they zoom in like, ah, ah you know? <laughs> Yeah, when you say the magic word. Yeah. I would want to do like a weekend at Bernie's kind of thing. Of You'd be the life of the frat party. Yeah. They're it's not like, people anymore, people. Yeah, you know, it's like just, at that point, they're a stage yeah. prop. Yeah. But as we're dissecting, there's a huge bucket underneath the, the table where the cadaver's at. We put all the pieces in there. Um, and yeah, that's really end, respectful. And the university is done with that body or if it can no longer be dissected, it gets sent for cremation, and it's, uh, you know, the ashes are given to the family. I can tell you um, personally, at the end of our class. So if you a use a severed human head as a puppet, as a hand puppet, is that considered disrespectful? Where are you sticking your, your hand up its, like, neck up, into yeah, its up mouth? Yeah, up its neck in its jaw and being like, I'm all out of love. <laughs> I'm so lost without you. That's considered disrespectful? I think you probably would get kicked out of class for this that. This is outrage, you know, this is outrage culture gone too far, in my opinion. I, that's the thing. It's like, why not have a little I mean, bit of Call me controversial, humor? but that's what I think. You know, a little bit of levity here in this yeah, yeah. dire situation. It's like yeah, we're it's surrounded by corpses. whistling through the graveyard. Yeah, exactly. guys, come on. God. Right? Jesus. And I do have to say inside something, um, and I do have to say for me, it was a really great experience, and... Even after dissecting bodies, I would 100% donate my body or give my organs. Uh, what else can I tell you? This is a cool slash creepy gross fact. That fat does not preserve with any, you know, formaldehyde, embalming fluid. Um, fat literally just liquefies. So whenever if you had a fat patient, if you turn them, you'd have liquid fat like pour all over you. Ugh. So remember, I turned a fat body once. Like, oh, God, what is that? That's so much preservative that we put in there and the professor was like nope just liquefied fat i do have to say how, that I... how do you get that out of your clothes you must wear something don't you don't they wear like a like a suit or something like some kind of like ha- hazmat suit no i don't think they wear a hazmat suit i think they wear gloves and you know plastic suits or something yeah but then yeah. you get all the fat like you know gook all of your jeans yeah that that's, and that's part comes with the territory I guess that's yeah. part of it. Don't wear your nice jeans. Yeah. Jeans were fucking weird. They did come chop off our feet of our bodies for their own personal use. 
fucking huh? weird, but it's also... Wait, wait, she's talking... This is exactly what I was saying. Mm. Listen to this. The podiatrists, they're fucking uh, creepy. They're I, like, dentists are the partiers of uh, doctors. Like, they're the partiers. They're out there, like, doing Oxycontin and begging hookers. But it's the podiatrists that you got to be wary of. Mm. You know, they're doing weird shit. I do have to say the podiatry students were fucking weird. They did come chop off our feet of our bodies their own personal use it's fucking weird but it's also no surprise because they're podiatrists but anyways i hope you guys enjoyed my perspective of you know working with cadavers and i encourage everyone to either donate your bodies or donate your organs yeah i'm gonna pass on that thank Um, you jen we enjoyed your yeah separate perspective thank you for your uh dissertation there perspective our bodies ourselves with jen that's right. Yeah, that was that was actually very informative. Free to be me and you. Remember well, that book? Oh yeah. I used yeah. to it's all right to cry. Remember that? It's all right to cry. Crying gets the sad Crying out of you. Crying gets the sad out of you. That's yep. Right. My parents made me uh listen to that many times. Yeah. And it didn't get the sad out of me. No. It never, never did. Does. It never does. <laughs> um that, that's one thing. I love calls like this because it actually makes me think, wow, we do have fans that aren't just like mouth breathing spray paint huffers. That always, it always amazes me. <laughs> it does. Degree. It's like... Anyone with an advanced degree that was... I'm like, my God. It's like, happening? What? Yeah, yeah, what is happening? Yeah. It's like weird Twilight Zone. Mm. But hey, you know, it's it's good. It's, it just shows yeah. that sick and wrong is universal. It is. So that's nice. Laughter. Universal. Mm-hmm. That's what we give the world. Um, we have one more call here. And I think this one is something that uh, will make Harrison feel better. Okay. Sick or non your uh, faithful faithful listener mike up in santa maria uh i just wanted to call in and touch base with both of you on this ongoing nazi topic issue that everybody keeps on calling in about is this merlin let me preface no it's a different guy this is mike in santa maria okay all right um but he's calling in about Mm. one of your uh i guess one of the thorns the many thorns in your side is you being accused of uh being a nazi sympathizer yeah i don't know why they're doing that but whatever all right I'm not a Nazi, okay? Nazis were the scum of the universe. Hitler was king of the shitheads. But all that being said, I consider myself a student of history. My primary interest is in uh, early 20th century military history. Uh, Very interested in World War II and the... Chicks dig that. (laughs) Yeah. Is this Mark Furman calling in? (laughs) Might as well be. Or the Cold War, yada, yada, you know, Third Reich. It's all folded into that. So being a student of history, I own a ton of, of World War II books. I have a whole wall that I built bookshelves on. and uh, I have Nazi flags. I have Nazi yeah, daggers. Yeah. I have Nazi candelabras. <laughs> but that's not weird because I'm yeah. not a Nazi. That's what Goering said at Nuremberg. <laughs> you know, I'm not a Nazi, guys. I just have this stuff because it's cool. All right? That little that collection of Jewish children's shoes, that's mm. historical. Right. There's nothing weird about that. I'm a podiatrist. Full of World War II books. And again, I'm going to say this again. Hate Nazis, right? I won't own anything with a swastika on it. The only exception I'll make is for books because they're, you know, history, right? Uh, <laughs> but and none of them are pro And flags and uniforms and hats. Yeah. But that's history. Yeah. Come on. Nazi or anything like that. Uh, again, Nazis, shitheads. All that. Okay. Anyway, uh, the running joke with my girlfriend is that, uh, oh, I love Hitler. 
I mean, that's the joke that she's always telling. Uh, last year for Christmas, my brother, you know, got me a, a nice, nice gift. Uh, but he also included some uh, third era, third Reich era stamps and some Reich mark, uh, Reich marks, which had. Uh, oh my God! I don't even have that. I don't even have that. I would be. Yeah, so he got me. He got me a, a really nice armchair, and uh, <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't. What could I say? It's mine. Comfy chair. You know. Hey, come on, come on. It's comfy. Mm. Yeah, this is very nice. You know, thinking nicely of me, but then he loudly proclaims uh, to the family, he got it for me because I love Hitler. And, you know, everybody laughs and, like, I know he's kind of joking, but not really. Anyway, so all that being said, I understand how this accusation. God, I'd love Christmas at this guy's house. Mm. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's like, here's this Nazi dagger. Hitler gifts from my brother. I'm sure Is there, are there any that. living, um, you know, Nazi war criminals? today that that we can find so this guy can like eat out the guy's asshole it sounds like that's where we're going with this i don't know no i know this guy's totally the app pupil i think he's gonna like go befriend this like nazi war criminal who's living is just like a you know normal old man and just awaken the nazi within yeah that's exactly where this is going show like I it's totally blown out of proportion I totally sympathize with that because the, I'm dealing essentially dealing with the same thing with my own family anyway <laughs> I love the Nazi what? that you guys do, uh, do well his own family's ribbing we him did three shows Nazis. about not about Nazi shit all right everybody acts like we're you know <laughs> fucking eight chan or something we did three fucking shows dude. well that's what he's saying He's, yeah. And he liked, but he actually really appreciates those shows. How is his family I'm like the listening. Third Reich? That's what I'd like to know. Well, no, his family like ridicules him for liking oh. the Third Reich. Oh, so okay. it's like an on, like it's a recurring joke that he's pissed oh. off about because you know he's into he's a history buff. Yeah. Quotes. It's real funny because my uncle is um, a ch- uh, former chicken farmer who runs a death camp. <laughs> wow. To the show for historical content. All the topics that you've done, I already know about. The Ananerba, the Durlevanger Brigade, uh, the atrocities during the war. Even uh, on your Patreon show, you're talking about the Wolf Slayer bunkers. It's in Rostenburg in East Prussia. Uh, I know all about that shit. Yeah, but have you stayed? Have you stayed the night in Bevelsburg, motherfucker? Because I have. Right? Yeah, no. Now you're actually now you're awakening the major Nazi fan here. Yeah, the true Nazi fan. I'm gonna start marching around like Ian McKellen. You know, not don't even mean to. (laughs) I kind of want to do like a game show: you versus this guy. Like, name that Nazi. Yeah, let's let's try to do it. Let's try to do it. We should do that. We'll have him on, like on Skype, and we'll have you. And it's just and Mark Furman. If we can get Mark, we'll get Mark Furman on. that guy's got a whole fucking spread of just Nazi. Well, Lemmy was really remember Lemmy from Motorhead. I wonder what happened to all his Nazi. You know, weird thing about Mark Furman. Interesting fact about Mark Furman. Some point in like the early '80s or the late '70s. He went to an LAP psych- psychiatrist, like one of the psychologists or psychiatrists who works for the LAPD, and he's like, I have a problem. I don't think I should have this job because I really hate ninjas. <laughs> like, I just, I can't get over it. I fucking hate ninjas, and I hate kikes, 
and I just can't even deal. I just can't. I don't. Maybe I shouldn't have this job. And they're like, "Eh, you'll be fine." Wait, that never came up during the trial. Um. Well, no, there was in a book about OJ. I'm sure it came up in the trial. That's why it's in the book. Jesus. Um, so yeah, it did yeah, come yeah. up. Like it was like you should have fired this guy when he went to the psychiatrist yeah. and said, "I can't be trusted to be a police officer because I hate several races." <laughs> you know, <laughs> like come on. So you do know? you have to say instead of saying uh, the N word, you say ninja? Instead of saying the K word, should we just say kaiju or is kike fine? Oh, I love kaiju. Let's do that. <laughs> kaiju is more fun to say. Ninjas I have no problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The Nazi topics that you guys do, uh, do more of them. I'm not listening. Gotta listen to, to him. He's like bristling with, you know, pride and fun. You know, <laughs> he sounds like he's like doing laser tag or something. No, this you know, kid he's is all, like, the app pupil. Up. He's yeah, Edward he's so hyped up. <laughs> all the topics that you've done, I already know about the Ananerba, the Derlevanger Brigade, uh, the atrocities oh. during the war. Even uh, on your Patreon show, you're talking about the Wolf Slayer bunkers that's in Rostenburg in East Prussia. Uh, I know all about that shit. I'm only listening to this for the anti-social commentary on content that is sick and wrong. And Nazis yeah. suck. They were sick and wrong. It's a perfect marriage. Unfortunately, you guys have just kind of learned a lesson that's similar to what I've learned. That if you have any interest in anything Nazi-related, uh, you're forever going to be associated with Nazis. Uh, just ignore the people who are calling in to say this kind of shit. <laughs> just all embrace right? the internet. You're doing the sick and wrong thing. It's never going to steer you wrong. Anyway... I love the show. Uh, thanks, D, for the help with the Patreon issue a few weeks back. Um, keep doing the show, fellas. Take it easy. Jesus fucking yeah. Christ. He wanted me you know? to post more pictures of Hitler. But this is not going well for me. You know, I got to say, like, this, is, this doesn't make me look good, this call. All right, first of all, this call makes me look very bad. I will say this. I just wonder you know? who knows more about Nazis, you or this guy. I'll still do the game show. I'm still happy to do the game show. Just because it's important to me that people know that I know things, right? That's very important to me. So I I will I will I will bear the slings and arrows of uh, you know, uh, 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 of Nazi outrageists or whatever. I don't know. You know? I'm serious. I'm going to come up as soon as I come up with a good theme. Mm. Uh, we're going to do the game show. I don't know if I would have called name that Nazi, but we can come up with something better. Is that Nazi hunter guy still alive? Oh wait, from uh, from uh, uh, the the Jewish museum. Yeah, uh, Eli. Yeah, Simon the, Wiesenthal. Because uh, I feel like if we do do that um, game show, like he'll just jump out and tase me if he's still alive. <laughs> Maybe know? he could be the the like you know, dark horse yeah. candidate. Like I'll yeah. bring him on the dark horse contestant. I'll just bring him on yeah. like, Oh, well now this guy knows more than all three of you combined. Mm. Um, anyway, well, thank you for that. Uh, it's, it's good to know that, uh, that you're not a Nazi fan. I, did you learn nothing you from the X-Men films? <laughs> you know, they killed Magneto's parents and look at how much trouble that caused, you know, that Come did on. cause a lot of trouble. You yeah. know, I mean, you know, just because David Bowie in his thin white Duke phase and, and even earlier had a, had an obsession, 
you know that doesn't you got to temper it all right you got to temper it with something else maybe maybe take a maybe, maybe take a tex-mex cooking class at your local community college or something <laughs> all right Jesus. or at least hide it better your love yeah, for nazis you know? um what do you think the, the prizes should be for the game show <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> no, the way well, he's got, he's got, this. it sounds like he's already got everything. It sounds like he's already, you know, well, you know, them all like Pokemon. He's got the stamps. He's got the coins. He's got, you know, have you ever been to Pomona? You ever go to Pomona? No. So I was in a, I, I bought like off a of Craigslist, a dresser in Pomona. There's a lot of like, uh, antique stores or, or vintage stores out there. And so I went there to go pick it up with P-Town. And we go to this place, and uh, I was walking around the corner to, like, go find out where the, the thing is. I turn around, and there's, like, a whole wall of Nazi memorabilia. There's, like, a shitload of Nazi stuff in Pomona. Like, they yeah. had armbands. They had uniforms. They had Waffen-SS hats. Like, if it's, like, Nazi Kmart out there. Hmm. So maybe we should go pick up a few things. You can compete against uh, Mike over here. <laughs> we yeah. can see who's the who's the real Nazi uh, fan. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. You know a lot about Nazis, so I'm not sure who would win. All right. All right. The, the, the game shows on as soon as I come may up. The worst some... man win. Yeah, may the worst man win. Mm. <laughs> And then you'll also, it'll be to the chagrin of our entire listening audience. It's like, oh, great. Two Nazi heads going at it. Mm. Well, we'll find out what happens with that. People, call us our hotline, 323-522-4032. Uh, we got to get going. Uh, best way to support the show is uh, by joining up on our Patreon page, actually. There's a lot of action on that Patreon page. Hot, sick, and wrong action That's going right. on there. Patreon.com slash sick and wrong uh, Harris and I went into a detailed conversation about his trip to Europe. Um, you got to, I got, he explained a little more detail about where he went in Malta, some of the uh, tourist attractions, mm -hmm. and talked about uh, uh, the birthday party, a lot of detail. And that's all part of the outtakes that we post to our Patreon page. Uh, we also talked about Trump's uh, penchant for Greenland. Yep. And, uh, you know, it's funny, uh, uh, someone posted on my Facebook, on my like personal Facebook, the Sam Facebook page, that he loved the Dougie outtake that Steele uh, had from our last Fistful of Steel episode. Mm. It is pretty funny. It's surreal, actually. It's like D Steele starts talking. We were just shit. You really, when you hear him do the Dougie, yeah. you know, it's just so great. It's well, so great. We were yeah. like shooting the shit before we actually recorded the show. And he goes into this whole thing about Dougie's fear. I can do the Dougie, or can you do the Dougie? I could do the Dougie. That's what he says when he's doing it. He does. Uh, he's talk about. He talks about Dougie's fear of gay people, and it is crazy. Like Dougie, you know, has a, he fears gay people, and uh, he goes into this whole like thing about it. It's really funny. The only place you can hear that is on our Patreon page. So just, uh, you know, for a few bucks a month, throw us a couple shekels. Patreon.com slash Sick and Wrong. Get a lot of free content. Mm -hmm. um, finally, here's Sick and Wrong Song of the Week. Comes in from High Walker. He says, yo, Dean Harrison, I've been wanting to call him for ages, but I haven't got drunk enough. So I thought I'd send you a tune to play until I get the Dutch courage to call in. Hmm. I noticed you like to play funny tracks, but also love metal and rock music. So I thought I'd send this one in because it hits both. If you haven't heard of Narkill, you're obviously not as sick and wrong as you say you are. 
Anyway, here's a link, and I promise to call in soon, from your main wrongin, High Walker. Hmm. I'm waiting until I call to give you my listening history. Okay. Uh, he sends a track by this band, Narkiller. They're actually doing a Turbo Negro cover of a song called I Got Erection, um, which we could dedicate to all the corpses that Jen dissected. Um, it's a pretty decent cover of a good song. And actually, it's, it's apropos because I had tickets to go see Hank Von Hill tomorrow at uh, the Echoplex, or actually on Friday at the Echoplex, uh, but unfortunately, because I'm at this fucking bachelor party in the middle of the woods in Denver, I had to sell the tickets to see Hank Von Hell. So I'm a little bummed about that. I could have heard I Got Erection live. Uh, but anyway, this is a pretty decent version by the band Narkill. Thank you, High Walker, for sending that in. People will be back next week with episode 702 if I don't end up being kidnapped by reptilians in the bunker of the Denver airport. But maybe. That's right. Yeah, that could happen. But if not, we will be back next week with episode 702. Until then, take a sleazy. Oh, yeah, hey, you know this is, huh? Oh, what, you don't? Yeah, well, it's Van Damme, baby. And I'm damn delicious. So, you know, get ready tonight. Take off your pants, baby, and let them go, yeah. Every time I walk down the street, erection. Oh, I see a woman I like to beat, erection. I think of cheese, I think of mud, erection. I think of blood, I think of love, erection. There's no reason to moan or whine Erection It's what I'll slip to you in some time Infection Promise me you'll love me long Erection Ring my ding and suck my dong Erection Dude, I'm totally sorry, but the, it didn't sound good. No, you are sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry, you... motherfucker. <laughs> You're not bugging me at all. What? All right, yeah, can we can we do it one more time? I want to get the uh, those two things for again. For say, it just didn't come out that that good that time. So okay. Okay, wait a minute. You want me to do both of them again? Yeah, yeah. So do um. Actually, we're do uh. You're listening to Sick and Wrong. This is Bob Madigan. You're listening to Sick and Wrong with Dean Lance. With who? With uh, D and Lance. So this, this is Bob Madigan. You're listening to Sick and Wrong. Just do that. Yeah. Okay. You uh, ready? I'm ready. This is Bob Madigan. 
a.k.a. Donkey Daddy, and you're listening to Sick and Wrong. <laughs> <laughs>